this is Kat. Welcome back to The Encounter. Um, once again, I'm here with Danny, I'm here with Diane, and I'm here with House. And today's, uh, we're going to be introducing to you guys this new series called Process Before Promise. And today's topic is about the murder. And if you have no name like in mind or in clue of who this might be, but this is about Moses and much more examples that we might bring to the table today. And we are super excited to be here and talk a little bit more about the process of how leaders are not born but they are made and um so yeah let's start off with moses I agree. hey guys how you guys doing uh like kat said um i think uh today is a very uh, special i always think everything is special i feel like every word that we say here is special mm-hmm. yeah because it comes from the bible um and i was gonna say that uh, it's cool that we that, uh, well, the people that decided this topic chose moses because moses actually turned out to be like uh the thing if i'm not wrong it's called uh, the the, the liberator after 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 um so it's funny because from from the jewish family uh joseph came uh was before moses and it was joseph um the savior of the world mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then from him comes moses the liberator of israel right mm-hmm. so it's so crazy that that the lineage of course it's not from you know like he's not his son either or anything, yeah. but but you know it's come from all the the, the jewish lineage and i thought it was <coughs> super cool because um, as you guys noticed, like um, Moses um, starts off his life very, very, very weird. Mm-hmm. Like he gets sent into a river, and you know, there's you know, if if you guys go back to the to the movie, crocodiles, <laughs> yeah, and everything trying to get him. And yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it was it was it was somewhat a little bit dangerous because actually the the, the Egyptian <clears throat> pharaoh was trying to kill all the firstborns. If I'm not yeah. wrong, and they were and they were and they were killing uh, all the firstborns, and he was supposed to die, and yet. His mom sent him out at, at the river, and he ended out of everywhere that he could have ended. He ended at the uh, at the Egyptians' um, household. Right. And as you guys know, I'm sure you guys learned this in, in the kid ministry. Um, he ends up being like he ends up. Uh, how do you say? Is like growing up as a, as an Egyptian person. Like yeah. Egypt, like, like his Egyptian family. Can you imagine being right. being Biden's kid? I mean, <laughs> think about it. I mean, I mean, this guy was powerful. No matter yeah. what, he was somewhat powerful. Yes. And it's crazy how the first encounter that he has and and, and Exodus, I have it right here. Um, he he has the the first the, the first encounter that he goes out and to see into his people, out to his people. So he knew he was part of that, and he sees that there were. Uh, there, there, there's like a little um, there's like the Egyptian um, beating a, a Hebrew person mm-hmm. and then um, you, as you can see he kills this Egyptian guy and, and he hides him right okay. because that's what everybody kind of wants to do with their sin right. mm-hmm. and that, that, that's what the problem is here because and this is such a this is such a uh, how do I say like maybe like a hindrance that happens in, in, in the young people's life mm-hmm. that when they commit something horrible which we all done we've all done something horrible yeah. at some point instead of Instead of dragging the dead body out and trying to fix it, we tend to hide it, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes and hides it, and as you guys read uh, more and more, he finds another person. Uh, um, Exodus uh, two fourteen. It says, "You know who made you prince in Egypt and judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian?" Like people knew he killed this person, yeah, and and he told them like, "Bro, who who are you?" You know, and then <laughs> yeah. you notice that he's super scared, and he's 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 like he's here running away from. <coughs> There's a rock in the Thanks, Kat. Anyways, I was telling you that he, he, he starts getting really scared. And as you guys know, um, the Pharaoh Pharaoh finds out it was him. He runs away. But what, what, what I love about this is that this this one thing, this one 
one murder, this one mistake that was so great actually pushed him out out of his comfortability. And I was and I was reading this because any other way he wouldn't have left to the desert. Like no. nobody wants to say, "Oh, I want to go live in the desert for the next three weeks." He, 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 nobody wants to do that. If you notice, nobody willingly wants to go and be in an uncomfortable situation. Right. Like not even me. Like, no. Even 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 anybody. Like even to just to wake up, notice that you're kind of dragging yourself out. Like you don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation, yeah. and yet. This is what God used to take him out, mm-hmm. and to put him through this process where, it, uh, ultimately, his promise uh, will find him, which yeah. I thought was really beautiful. And it's crazy because imagine, like, after all that stuff, like all that stuff in Egypt, imagine forty years in the desert, like all by himself. Well, right. for a period of time, then he starts working. He has a family, but then it's like, okay. After 40 years, what are you going to do? Is he going to become a liberator or what? You know, you're like waiting. But imagine, like, God in his mercy took him into the desert for a process. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a process of, like, okay, now you're uncomfortable. You have to get rid of your old self and then become someone new. Mm -hmm. He started working. Imagine. In the palace, he wouldn't probably work as hard as the other people yeah he he probably had to write some stuff down he had to do training (laughs) exactly like do like training for like for something but like imagine working with your with your full body like doing actual labor work and then from there like he put him in a spot where he had to humble himself from Mm -hmm. taking him from a higher position to like something very like yeah Something very small. small. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what you would say? <laughs> yeah, something very small. And then, but God in his mercy then took him to a mountain. Like, he went up to a mountain, and mm-hmm. that's where he found the burning bush. Mm-hmm. And then that's where God spoke to him. He was like, okay, now you're going to fulfill the purpose. You were supposed to be a leader, but not in your way, but in my mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And And that's what he did. Yeah, it's it, it's and it's so crazy that, that, that you said that, right? Because I love the fact that you you uh, united these two parts because they're so important, right? But yeah. the middle part was yet so long, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like everybody sees, like oh, Moses went from an Egyptian an Egyptian to the liberator, but it wasn't just like that. I know there was a huge process, and that's why I always tell the people that people, you know, you know everybody, everybody wants to be a leader, and I'm not against it. I agree. I I I wanted to be a leader all my life, but I always tell people I was like, look. If you guys want to be a leader, you have to go through your process. Yes. Yeah. And, and honestly, this is this is one of the things that that, that hinders hinders us as young people. I, I, I consider myself young still, guys. And, uh, <laughs> I, um, I thank you. <laughs> um, and I I tell the people I'm like, because uh, for example, the one number one thing that hinders us is this. Watch. He goes, "Hey, um, can you preach?" And the first thing that they tell me is like, "No, Dennis, because I'm not worthy." I was like, why? I was because remember that thing that I told you that I did for five, 15 years ago? And I looked at him and I was like, bro, you're still living in your past. Or, hey, can you direct? No, I can't. I'm not worthy. Why? <coughs> well, because, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I sinned. I did this. Or I, I did this. Or I killed and I hid the dead body. And I just look at people and I'm like, bro, it's not about what you did because that happened. Yeah. You've gone through your process. You have to just like and keep keep in mind that he he lost a few things, Moses. Yeah. What, what did Moses uh, tell uh, God when he was in the in the burning bush? He told him, "Well, like, why, me? Me. Yeah. why me? Why me? I can't. I can't. I stuttered. Mm-hmm. Stuttered. Yeah. 
fuck can he stutter? He was the most studied person in the uh, desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He stuttered. He was like, oh, you don't want to speak? Okay, sounds good. Then I'm going to give it to your brother. And my, my, my question to here, to here, it's crazy, right? He calls a murderer into <laughs> being a liberator. And that's most likely what's going to happen to most of us. So we've murdered. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope, you know, we're not talking about murders. Like, yeah, like, like actual. Action, right? But yeah. even though, who are we to, to say who's who's uh, who fits and who doesn't? The only yeah. one that, that decides this is Jesus. I've heard and I've known pastors that are pastors, and some of them have murdered. Some of them have done crazy stuff and right. saved them. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to like relate this because when Moses was like complaining and saying like I can't do this, get somebody else to do it. It kind of like reminded me to uh, like be faithful in like the very small, so then later on you can be faithful in the bigger. Because like the like how we were saying like leaders are not made; they are. I mean, they're not they're born, born, they're made, right? And as you think of it, like since Aaron, his brother, took his crown away from him, which easily can happen to all of us if we don't step up and we're like scaredy cats all the time. And I just started to think of like a, a scenario that can that we can put ourselves in. And it's like the people that you are around with. It's like a very, very good advice I've gotten is that whenever you're around people who who have like a different like mindset than you or have to or always try to like flip around the Bible and try to go against whatever you're saying, your mouth should be like um, carbon encendido and just always be on fire because that kind of like tests you in that moment with the people you're around with in that moment. So if you can't be the person to lead your friendship group or uh, people outside, maybe in the world who are you're working with, how can you expect to lead people who will soon enough look up to you and you're gonna have that spot where they're gonna follow you? Um, and that's something that honestly stood out to me a lot because like Moses, he was like, now please get somebody else to do it. And some of the times we let our friends like walk over us and maybe walk over the things that we're trying to like uh, say to them to help them up. But then you have to remember like, okay, it, this is my time now to like speak about it. Like have my mouth be like in a, uh, carbon, carbon on fire. That's how you yeah. say it in English. Yeah. Carbon on fire, yeah, coal, coal hot coal which is like the holy spirit guiding you and what to say and how to say because sometimes when we say things it doesn't come out the way it should um but you know we always need that extra push to do it to like be faithful in the small and then later be faithful with what is bigger and given to you afterwards there's this thing i really like what you said was the, forgive me for my voice because i'm losing <laughs> it okay but i really like it because we as young people in the world we are also sight salt and light to the world right and it brings me here to Matthew 5.13. You are salt for the earth, but if salt loses its taste, how will it be salty again? It can no longer be good for anything except be thrown out and trampled on for people. Right here it says in 14, you are light of the world. The city cannot be hidden when it's located on the hill. So I really like this part because we, as like um, people who believe in Christ, we're supposed to expose the doctrine to those who don't know it. And like Kat said, like was it like we, our jobs are supposed to like try and help lead those who don't understand the word of God or like, what was it like? Or probably just needed like help and encouragement, like a little push, just like, hey, God loves you. Like, was it, I believe that like, he wants more out of you, right? So, and salt is in the way, like, was it like, we're trying to like edify those, right? Like, was it like, it's help preserve, right? Because back in the days, um, they didn't have fridges, of course, and salt was used to preserve their meat, their, yeah. all their foods and everything, mm-hmm. right? So in this sense, like, was it like, where someone in this case can be fallen, for example, like, God forbid you, Danny, right? And you're like, oh, I'm losing my hindsight. He's like, no, preserve that little faith you have and try to hone it to become something bigger. Right. right? And also light of the world to those who are like relatively new to what Christianity is or, excuse me, um, followers of God. We are light. We expose to them the truth and 
and everything that the Lord has given us so that we can be able to give it to them as well. Right, and yes. honestly, to the, out, of, out of both things that you guys were saying, the craziest <coughs> thing is that, you know, we, we need to do this, right? Like, God wants us to do this, yeah. but yet that there's this little self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always a self-doubt. <laughs> and I don't even feel bad because <coughs> mm-hmm. everybody had it. Everybody has had it from our parents to us to mm-hmm. Moses. Right. <laughs> because Moses yeah. tells them, and you know what's crazy? That he he asked the same thing he has asked since we asked. He goes, for example, God tells him, you're going to go to you're gonna go to uh, Egypt and you're going to liberate my people. And mm-hmm. he says, let's just say I do go. Number one, right? Yeah. He says, let's just suppose I do go. Mm-hmm. Right? Which I think yeah. is a little rude, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes we've been rude as well yeah. to God. Yeah. He says, let's suppose that I, I do go. What do I say who sent me? And it's, 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 it's funny because I, I find, I, I have found myself a lot of times in that position, like I say, God, why did they choose me? Yeah. Why Why am I going to this place? Why do I have to talk to this person? Why do I have to go? And honestly, I find myself a lot in this position where I have to go, why do I have to tell? Why do I have to go tell um, House that he's wrong? Why do I have to go bring that person back? Mm-hmm. Why am I the one chosen? Mm-hmm. And he tells me, and, and then I, I always say, let's just say I do go, why am I going to say to him? They probably don't even like me. Mm-hmm. They probably they probably have bad thoughts about me. Why am I supposed to say? And honestly, it always brings me back to this to this word, right? Yeah. He goes, how can I be the salt of the, of the world? Mm-hmm. If most likely, bro, everybody knew you when you were not Christian. How, exactly. How, how, mm-hmm. how are you going to tell me you're going to go and speak to somebody else that you're going to school with? If they saw how you were and you're acting at school, they, how, do I, how am I supposed to go out to the people? If I sin with the same people that came to church, how are they going to tell me? How, how am I supposed to tell them, hey, guys, there's a sa- say there's a Savior out there, and He loves you, and He loves me. Well, the first thing they're going to do is going to scoff at you. Yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah. no. But instead, what we should be doing is trusting when God sends yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting is that God didn't take away that privilege from Moses. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though Moses was like, oh, no, I can't do it. He gave him a crutch, which was Aaron. Yeah. And sometimes we're like, okay, yeah, like Aaron got like the the crown. But at the same time, Moses kept his crown. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. He was the big dog. Yeah. <laughs> he kept his crown. It's just mm-hmm. that God expects us to use him as a crutch, not yeah. someone else. But mm-hmm. at this point, God was like, you know what? He grew up as an Egyptian. What do I expect? You know? So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why Aaron was his crutch. And it's like what he told, um, uh, Jesus told his disciples. I always remember this and I always like put this in my heart. Like when um, they were always using Jesus as a crutch, even though Jesus was like, okay, no, you guys have to do what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. I'm human too. Like, don't, I'm not going to be here with you. Um, all the time and a specific moment was when they were on the boat and then there was a big like storm Storm. Mm -hmm. yeah and um he's they're like all freaking out and he's like ye of little faith like like come on like you can you can do the same things i can do Mm -hmm. and so but jesus also knew that like they're learning too they're like going through a process themselves too because some of them they they did know who who God was. They grew up in the Jewish religion, but some of them were fishermen. Some of them were tax collectors. Others were doctors. They were not rabbis like he was, where he studied the word every day and night, that he even himself was left in the temple mm-hmm. where he was speaking to teachers at 12 years old. That, that we have to see that, too, that God himself can give us a crutch, too. Mm-hmm. That But now our crutch is the Holy Spirit, and of course, 
course, we're able to use him as a crutch and be like, okay, Holy Spirit, let it be your words and not mine. And that's what I see um, Aaron a figure of as the Holy Spirit. He was the voice that for Moses because he was a stutterer. And that showed how humble Moses was. And he was the humblest, like, leader ever mentioned in the Bible. Like, not... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but that's the thing. But God still recognized him as the most humble. Because even though he was angry, because he's like, okay, these people are... Like, imagine having followers that constantly back and forth, back and forth, and you're like, okay, bro, like, make up your mind. And then it's like, yeah, he let that anger get to him, but he was still humble enough to accept God's punishment of not entering the promised land. And you know what I'm going to tell you as well? Like, like even if you see his life leading up, like, honestly, guys, this is why I love the what you were saying, Kat, that a leader is not born. Like, nobody is born out of fresh out of the womb saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, this is going to be the next leader. But he is, you know, I don't want to say he is made. He is forged. Yeah. Because when you go, when you actually yeah. say you're forged, because when it says you're made, that means that, like, you were saying that you were taught. But when you're forged, uh, a sword is forged. It's put through fire. Right. And it's put through, you know, hammerings, which is, yeah. that's what a leader actually is. And yeah. it's crazy that he went from being at the top, at the top of the food chain. And he ends up finding the Lord by taking care of somebody else's sheep. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was the lowest of the lowest of the jobs. Like, dude, you, you can't do anything. So go take care of living things because they're most likely all you got to do is feed them, make sure they drink water, <coughs> make sure they run them up and go. Yeah. And yet he is found. And honestly, if you guys even see this, he is found taking care of somebody else's things. And he was, this is what I'm trying to say. This is what I, I always, I always say this. He was faithful with the little that he had. Yeah. That's why, I'm, and you know what is, you know what is another lesson to take? It was not even his. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you guys. Like honestly, this is what I see. This is what I, I feel, and this is what I've been taught all my life. If you are given something, no matter how small, how big, or anything, and even if it's not yours, be faithful, right? Because yours is gonna come soon. True. And then yeah. he walks. He walks into this cave. Oh, well, he didn't walk in. He passes by. And sees this weird, you know, thing yeah. that is on fire. Yeah. And, and the thing is that you guys have to understand that. The first thing you have to understand is, and I've, I think I've taught it here a few times, what it is that's on fire, right? It's this plant that actually is born to be dead, right? Mm-hmm. So this plant that gives no fruit, this plant that has no reason to live, and mm-hmm. yet it is it is lit by the Holy Spirit. It mm-hmm. is lit by the, the by the fire of God, yes. and yet that bush is used to transfer the same thing that you just yeah. say, the same fire, to a leader. So check this out. Maybe somebody called you into church, and they were used as that um, how to say bush, the yeah. bush on fire, to call you in, so you can be the leader to be called. And then after that, Moses decides to reach his 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 um. I don't want to say reach, but I guess pick up his right. his uh, his calling, which was being the liberator of yeah. of of Israel. And as you notice, he doesn't put it down ever mm-hmm. after that. Why? Because he sees as he goes his faith, and this is why I always tell people: you don't need to have great faith when you start, because mm-hmm. God will work with it. Yeah, he needs to have a little bit of faith. And I just imagine, I just imagine Moses. <coughs> the first thing that he did was what he comes up and he puts his uh, his staff and. It, Turns it to a, a snake. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the faith that he had? Like, he was like, what in the world is going on with my staff? Yeah. Like, what is going on with my staff? And it's crazy to, 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 to see that even the snake, like, ate the other snakes in the symbolism of saying, 
just you know just just continue you know stay stay in lane stay in yeah. lane stay in lane and he continues to do a miracle after miracle after mm-hmm. miracle after miracle and just and I see his faith grow and grow right. and grow even yeah. even how he gets close to the pharaoh yeah at the last one if you guys notice he talks to him a little bit more stern. Yeah. As in knowing, knowing like his faith was the strong one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, but I don't want to continue. I don't want to continue. This I I just wanted to hit on the point how how like even when we're going when like the leader like Moses how we're talking about he had like a little bit of doubt in him. God was always there to be with him. And as Moses started like getting like his I guess I don't want to call it a, a title but like his leadership and like and started understanding his role. He started like um, letting God take control of it because sometimes when we become leaders we kind of think like oh I, I'm in this position and I can handle it on my own now and that's like the incorrect thing we should do and if um, I just want to read this because Moses did not want to go anywhere where the presence of the Lord wasn't um, with him, mm-hmm. which is the song Si Tu Presencia Conmigo No Va comes out of. Right. And it says, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And he said to him, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. So this kind of like stood out a lot because no matter what, Moses was always looking for God. And even when the people and all his followers would complain, um, the Lord would still help out Moses and say like, okay, I'm still going to help you out. Even when you feel like you can't, even when you feel like, uh, the, the people are not following you. And something super important to understand is that authority is not imposed. It is recognized. So that's, something that we should always keep in mind as well because we would want all these people to follow but if we're not also doing like our our connection with god or like having that relationship with him one-on-one then we can't expect for others to see us as like an example because we ourselves have to be an example knowing that we have somebody over us and just like that guiding everybody else behind us and, and, he, and as you notice he, he understood that even yeah honestly like, like when you start like fine going through going through the, the life of Moses, mm-hmm. like with the fine, like, toothy comb, yeah. you start understanding a lot of things. Like, for example, like, even at the, at the end of, of his, just the, the Egypt, right, he opens the sea, mm-hmm. and he goes through, and the first thing they do is, <coughs> he tells, what do you tell let's, let's worship God. Let's mm-hmm. thank the Lord because he's here. And I imagine, right. just imagine opening a sea. Like, honestly, the only, the closest thing I've ever seen was the movie, which I love the movie, I don't know, I saw it so many times when I was younger. And I just look at it and I'm like, that must have been a sight to see. And imagine right. the guy that's in front of these people, of yeah. these people saying, hey guys, we've got to move. And I'm sh- I'm sure he's not yelling at, you know, no. 2.3 million people. Hey guys, let's go. No, I'm sure he's just more like, hey guys, let's go. And everybody would just pass on the word. Yeah. And, that's, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like he would tell, I'm sure, Aaron. And Aaron will make sure that everything yeah. is passed over. Yeah. And now imagine, look, we do it. With a hundred kids, yeah. Can you imagine with a million, a few million people? I know. Uh-huh. Like, like, and like, look what you were saying that everybody had to recognize who was in charge. In charge. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they had to know, and that's what I'm saying that when he gets out of there, he understands he's the leader, and mm-hmm. that's why after that, the things stop happening to like all the miracles stop happening. There's a lot more miracles happening, but yeah, yeah. all the miracles stop happening and he starts having a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. He starts going up to the, to the, to the mountain. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a story of, of, uh, of, um, of, of Moses that he, he, and the people were like, after he saved them, they were all like, yeah, but who are you? Who made you the leader? They started questioning yeah. it, right? Yeah. And he tells, <laughs> it's crazy, right? I yeah. Mean, just, yeah. just because, just because of what you were saying, because he understood who was in charge, but yeah. not everybody did. Yeah. Until, uh, we can go back to that one, but 
But it's it, it's crazy that he goes to the he goes to the elders. Look, that's what I'm telling you that he's he's an amazing guy. Like he knew. Yeah. He didn't say I'm the leader because I'm the leader. Let fire come down. No, no. he didn't say that. Yeah. yeah. He said he goes to the elders and says, "What do I do?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Let whatever God says." He prays to God and starts giving him all these things to say. Long story short, because it, it's long, he said he he gets this uh, mountain. He tells nobody to get near it, mm-hmm. and he says that uh, to go up to Moses for Moses to go up, and it says that fire comes down into the oh, into yeah. the thing, and then everything. Just can you imagine that sight to see, right? Yeah. He he sees this. They see the Israelite people see this mountain going on fire. Fire. The There's, elders see the feet of God, and Moses got to see the face of God. Imagine, mm-hmm. and then he yeah. comes down, and then ask me if anybody just pretended that he wasn't the leader anymore. Yeah. He's like he's the only one that, and that's what I'm trying to tell you that a leader that comes with great things, like it comes with the great power, but also comes with the. I know I sound like like, like Spider Man, <laughs> but, but with great power. Comes but let me tell you, the Bible says that to 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 the person that is given more is asked for more. Right. So so that's what I'm saying. A leader is forged. But right. also, he is required to have more relationship. Mm-hmm. He's asked. He's asked for it to be more patient. Yeah. He's asked for it to be more <laughs> available. He's asked for it to be everything, times two, times right. three, times four, because that's what it is. And as you guys notice, as he moves on in his life, as you notice, he becomes, for example, he throws his first, uh, the first tablets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. He. He shouldn't have thrown them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But yet, what did God do? <sighs> okay, come here. I'm going to yeah. the fire for you. <laughs> he, gives, he gives him 10. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and then just if you, guys, if you start understanding, like even when he tells him, let me see you, like he goes, okay, but stand behind the rock. Like, like he starts showing him. And if you guys notice, at the end of his days, God was like considered him a really good friend of Moses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, like, I'm shocked sometimes. sometimes they even... God even compared him to the gods of the earth. <laughs> just imagine, yeah. just imagine all this happens. Um, there's there's a verse, um, and I'll find it for you guys. That says that he sent angels to fight for Moses's body against the devil. Yes, and to keep him as a friend. So imagine, all right, like, like your body, if it burns, it burns. What's yeah. important? Your soul. He wanted to keep his body. Like mm-hmm. he says, that's my trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like saying you won the World Cup yesterday and somebody wants to take the the, the, the cup. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go and fight whoever mm-hmm. you need to go fight to go get that trophy? Yeah. That's what God said. Just like That's the person I forged. I forged it. I need it back. Yeah. And of course, God is God, so he got back. He got yeah. back. And I just want to, look, I just want to, I'll let you guys all speak right now. And I just want to yeah. say like how a leader, be, being from a murderer to being, forget the liberator because that was one of his titles, but being God's best, God's cool. best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To fight for him like that, yeah. it's only a best friend that I can say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just so you guys know that a leader doesn't in the spiritual world, it's not only somebody that can lead masses, but it's yeah. somebody that can stay close to God's heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what's important. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to say was the fact that sometimes like through our process we can lose our promise. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And big example would be like obviously Moses when he threw down the tablets, when he hit the stone and everything like that. Like he did this all out of sheer anger, right? And throughout this time he tried leading the the people of Israel through the desert to to the promised land right but he didn't fulfill that promise because obviously of his emotions and how it blocks him from like trying to like have that (coughs) relationship with God but obviously he said like he was considered like the best and for him to be angry with with, like with a lot of things and sometimes God I guess you can say but imagine like what was it how much of a relationship he had and compared to us like it's it's immense it's immense Right. right and i just want to understand the fact that like what's it like although sometimes we 
we let our emotions get the best of us as well is the fact that we shouldn't, of course, right? And like was it like like Moses said, like right here when he was like being first being used by the Lord, I can't even speak, right? He was full of fear. That's obviously an emotion that God never gave us, right? And yeah. if anything, we ourselves need to understand that the fact that like was it like we lean our own understanding and not what God wants to us, uh, us to understand, right? And I just really love that because the fact that God chose a person who literally was like at the literally the, the depths of the blow and to bring him to that point where he led a whole like I guess it was like, the, the whole sorry excuse me I can't really speak but, um, <laughs> the, all the slaves to get out of Egypt like it's, it's just an amazing thing and mm-hmm. for you to go from that point A to that point C sometimes we ourselves don't understand we don't see that light that God sees within ourselves we don't see the, the fire that's possibly within us and we often belittle ourselves and I just think that's super and, and you know I was going to tell you that mm-hmm. honestly I've learned this so much in, in the last few months nobody sees the process we're going through they all see the lights they all see yeah. oh my god look at this guy now look at this guy now look at him now yeah. but they don't see what you were struggling two three months ago yeah. and, and, then, and then when you beat them when you beat that struggle you you come back and you're like okay I know where God took me out from. Yeah. Like, like I know who to say thank you to. Yeah. And then, and then, and but people don't. And this is exactly what happened with, with with Moses. For example, Moses Moses was very thankful for what God was giving Israel, which was manna, right? Yeah. It was, it was, it was good enough, right? Yeah. yeah. Was, but what did the people say? Oh, I remember in Egypt. Cucumbers. Uh, it was cucumbers. <laughs> was onions, garlic. <laughs> so I imagine, I, I'm, I'm just saying, look, I imagine, I imagine Moses saying, you guys are really bad, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you guys even wondering about going back when we have a column of fire? Yeah. We have a cloud following us because, you know, sun can kill us just in case we forgot. And then we get our daily (laughs) bread so we can cook and we can do and we can and we can eat every single day. Mm -hmm. I I look at that and I'm just like, no wonder Moses was pissed off at the end. No wonder, no wonder, no wonder God goes, you know what, you're not going to go in because I deserve to, you know, whoop you a little bit. But at the end of the day, bro, you did a good job. Like he was, he was angry after knowing all of the things that he did for Israel yeah. after God loving them despite who they were, do they still, they still couldn't do it. And honestly, uh-huh. like I said, I imagine Moses as a leader and I would pat him on the back and be like, bro, God bless you because you've done a lot. Yeah. And even, 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 when it, even when his um, sister talks bad about him, uh-huh. bro, yeah. like just honestly, I read that story not too long ago. Uh, my dad told me to read it to him. I don't know why he told me to read it to him, but he told me he read it for me. And I read it to him, and he was like, read it again. And I was like, read it again. I was like, read it again. I was like, okay. So, because he, he, he can barely read now, so yeah. I have to read for him now. And um, he, he, uh, he, I was reading for him, and he was like, uh, he was like, read it again. And I was reading it, and it's crazy how she gets put out, right? She gets put out because she was talking about, about Moses. Mm-hmm. And yet Moses wasn't mad at her. Yeah. Moses interceded for her. Like, yeah. God, can you please forgive her? And you know, I love this because God comes down and he goes, wait, I have a question. Wouldn't if, if a daughter disrespects his father, wouldn't the father spit in her face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, nowadays, yeah. nowadays, there's nobody going to spit in your face, right? <laughs> but my question is, is, if we disrespect our parents, wouldn't there be some type of punishment? punishment? Yeah. yeah. There would be. And he... He, he talks to Moses this way, and yet he forgives her because of Moses. And I'm saying, I'm just wondering, Moses, 
he, he could have said, that's what you get. You want to talk better on me? <laughs> Boom, roasted. <him>. Dude, me. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? And honestly, I, dude, we, all, we, all, we all think like that. When somebody hurts us, when somebody does this, the first thing we do is, oh, I hope something worse happens to you. And instead, Moses, what does he do? What does he do? He gets on his knees. He goes into the relationship that God he has with God. And he goes, God, forgive my sister. God, forgive. Cause he, whatever, and whatever, he can start praying. And God goes, you know what? Fine. But he still, she's still going to be outside for a while. I'm still gonna give her leper so she can feel what it is, yeah. and I imagine that after that he she she was pretty quiet. After yeah. That. yeah, and the crazy thing is, it was her and Aaron that were speaking bad about him because, of course, Aaron didn't receive his punishment there because he had the robes of the priest. He had, of course, everything, and but that's why God was like, okay, you're you're still in like. The spotlight, I'm not going to embarrass you. But once Aaron took those clothes off, he fell dead. Right. Like, imagine, like, the type of, like, friendship that God had with Moses saying, like, how dare you disrespect the authority I've given you? Right. That's like, how, that's why I guess it's, that's why, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just okay. saying, like, maybe that's why we have to be careful. Like, I guess to figure out who you are in this yeah. story. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. For example, uh, and this is super, like, super cool now on TikTok. Like, you got to make sure you understand <laughs> who's the main character of the story you're living in. Yeah. For example, um, if if the apostle, if he's the anointed one, mm-hmm. right? And you're, for example, a pastor or you're a leader, you're somewhere. You have to understand that just because you know more than everybody else doesn't give you a right to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It, it's true, but I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And you have to recognize who is anointed. Mm-hmm. Because just yeah. like you said, right? Yeah. Everything was good yeah. until he took off the clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy how you just said it, right? Yeah. And I wanted I wanna just point that out there because sometimes we're helpers and everybody, everybody before they oh become a leader, so much story they is have to help <laughs> somebody with what's not his. Yeah. Honestly, I I haven't I haven't told you guys something sure. You must take care of somebody that's not yours. Yeah. And when you pass that 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 uh, how to say that that test, then yeah. God gives you your own. And, yeah. and notice it, notice it. For example, notice it. A pastor, not right now. For example, uh, yeah. let's just say your dad is gonna be sent. God forbid, right? But God is gonna get. Sent. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Uh, but, but but you know, God sends your dad to Miami. Let's just say, right? Like first of all, he doesn't know if he's gonna be the pastor. He has to go preach mm-hmm. on his own dime. On his own time, he has to go to Miami and come back. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, hey, thank you very much for your time. We're going to end up sending uh, Diane to go preach over there. Like, bro, like, you have to understand mm-hmm. that you are, uh, now you th- you're talking about, you're talking about the obrero. Yeah. yeah. Right? And they cannot become <coughs> like the person that's sending, mm-hmm. uh, sending them. And that's why I think uh, God protects these people because they're like, okay, just because we have, you have the, 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 the robe right now, I'm going to let it go. Mm-hmm. But the minute you take it off, yeah. God goes, oh, here's all the things I've been waiting to tell you. Yeah. And if you guys notice, I honestly, guys, I, 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 I'm scared of that. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. When I hear people talking bad about not being an apostle, just anybody that's an apostle, the first thing I say is, guys, just don't close your mouth. I know. Yes. If you like, I have a closing point to wrap this all up. Oh, oh, oh yeah, we're, we're not done. Oh. I'm like, bro, stop trying to end my conversation. <laughs> no, and like you said, main character, like Moses, and then there's um, Cora, that they were all in the um the tribe of Levi. So Levites are priests. 
But the ones with authority were Moses and Aaron, right? They were the main characters of, like, this story. But Korah was like, no, why do they get to have authority? Why? And then he had set up, like, a whole, like, team on his own. And he's like, no, I think we should have the authority, too. And this and that. But what happened? That was even worse than what happened to Aaron. The whole people that were trying to go against Moses and Aaron got swallowed by the earth alive. And I'm like, I feel like that's even worse punishment. Like, why are you even talking about, like, an anointed person that way? And like, shameful to the rest of the tribe. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. swallowed, and then the people that stayed, they're like, oh, you're from the, you're from the tribe of court? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think about it, and I'm like, that's why, like, even if, like, a pastor, apostle, or, like, any type of lo- leader that's above you upsets you, try not to say anything. Right. The best way is to just close your eyes and be like, and pray, like yeah. please help me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's part of the, the, the process before the promise. Bro. Yeah. That's part of the promise, bro. Okay, let me tell you, one day, it's going to be you the yeah. one that's mad. And then you're going to be against everybody, and you're going to be like, you be like, oh, now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember why. Now, I, most like most times, all of you guys that you guys are a little bit older now have gone through this, mm-hmm. and you understand a lot of things now mm-hmm. that did not understand before. And you're like, oh, now I understand yeah. why you know the pastor was a little bit too angry, or you know why this, and, and that's what happens. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happens. And um, before before you close this up, because we're almost hitting 35 minutes, I was gonna tell you is that it's it's very important for us to understand this. That at all times, at all times, we have to be careful who we hang out with. Of course. Right. Because if you guys notice in, in that, just in the chart that you were t- talking about, uh, Korah, yeah. even all the way until David's time in the Psalms, there's this guy that he's from the ta- tribe of Korah. And he starts going in music. I, I preached about this, about waiting on God. He says, oh God, I remember when I used to lead your people into the holiest place. So he knew that his tribe was shameful to be in, dude. In David's time, that tribe yeah. was always looked down upon because of what their parents did. Yeah. So be careful what you say, who you hang out with, and what you do. Because right. that can actually hinder your, your promise. Mm-hmm. All right, take it away, Joe Flo. All right. <laughs> so we're kind of, you know, touching on Moses, you know, transformation. That type of like, you know, from cult to diamonds promise, right? And we touched on... Thank you. On Miriam, right? And now, if we go back, again, remember, this is Moses who murdered an Egyptian and who the people told him, you know, you're going to murder me too in revenge. So he went from vindictive to merciful. So in Exodus 32, 7 to 14, God tells Moses, for after, when, you know, when they sin with the golden calf, mm-hmm. go, descend, for your people whom I've brought out of Egypt have done corruption. They have turned away from what I've commanded them They've made a molten calf for themselves and bowed to it. These are the gods of, sorry, these are, are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of e- the land of Egypt, basically saying, you're worshiping the gods who enslaved you. Mm-hmm. And God tells Moses, I have seen these people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. And now leave me alone, and my anger burns against them, and I will consume them, and make you, bec- and out of you, make a new nation. And Moses appeases the face of God and says, Oh God, does your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and with a strong hand? And basically, to sum it up, basically, I know you're angry, but give them another chance. 
So he went from being a a vindictive vigilante of person who goes like, you're messing with someone, I'll punch you, I'm gonna kill you, to I, I know what it feels like. I sinned before, God, please have mercy on these people. Right. And all of them, not just Miriam. Right. And it's beautiful, guys, the process of a leader. Mm-hmm. He went from being super judgmental and killing people to saying, hey, don't kill him, give him more chance. Yeah. And uh, that's just, that's all we have the time for today. But guys, God bless you guys. Thank you guys for choosing us. Uh, don't forget to um, follow us. And we've been a little bit spotty on our podcast. I'm very sorry. It's my fault. I've been very busy. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I'm so sorry. I'll try not to miss any more podcasts. But guys, thank you guys for everything. God bless you guys. And may God help you guys with the process. And it's always a process before the process. God bless you guys. Take care.